I know there's always someone wondering what the title of the message is, and so I think we called it Love Yourself. We've changed it a few times, but we've landed on Love Yourself, so hope that's all right. Beautiful. So, we're excited to kind of continue with a little bit of this um, topic that we started last week, and um, it's fine. Fire me Mic drop, exactly. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Megan's going to start us off, but how about I just, I I know we just prayed, but I want to pray again just to uh, have our hearts be in just the right spot now that we're sitting and we can really think. So, God, I just thank you for the opportunity to share tonight and um, just use us in this moment to um, speak to your kids and open their hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so yeah, we're taking it another um, step from last week. Last week we were talking about loving yourself, um, but not just like, oh yeah, I love myself, but like, why should we? Um, So this week we're going to take a little bit more of a practical look at things. Um, And (laughs) I think Caitlin and I both agree that like, we like the practical. So it's so nice to hear the messages that are like pointing us to Jesus, and we need that regularly, but we also come together to learn some practical things for our lives. So, yeah, we're going to do that. So, um, knowing who I am and that I'm loved will mean that we act like it. Um, You don't just know something and then carry on as if you don't. If you truly know something, it changes your life. um, And it changes your perspective. So this is where self-care comes into play. Um, When we love ourselves and know that we're loved, we will then care for ourselves. Um, So there's three main areas that we kind of see that we can practice self-care. The first is physically, kind of obviously. Another spiritually, and another is mentally. Um, So we're going to touch on those all tonight. Um, But I'm just going to recap a little bit because if we're talking about spiritually, we should remember what we talked about last week, and I know some of you guys weren't here. So last week we talked about um, how God wants us to love ourselves. That it's not just, oh yeah, love yourself, whatever, and like God's not on board with that. In um, the greatest command that we hear, it's love God and love your neighbor as yourself. Therefore, love yourself. Um, So God wants you to love yourself. The second point was the only way that we can love is through God because God is love. So we can't try to conjure up love for ourselves unless we actually lean on him. He is the source of love, and he's the only way we can love ourselves. And then the third way, it, uh, the third point, sorry, was God is crazy about you, crazy enough to die for you. And that just demonstrates how much he loves you and every part of you, even the mess, even the um, stinky, sweaty unhygienic person that we may be. <laughs> he loves that. He loves us before we were cleaned up. He loves every part of us. And he died for you when you were still a sinner. It's pretty wild. So we're going to take another step tonight, give you a practical tool for how to care for yourself spiritually and mentally. Um, so one thing, a big thing, is your internal dialogue, which is a big phrase for what are you thinking? What are you talking to yourself about? Um, What are you, yeah, speaking over yourself or thinking about yourself? And if you're honest and you actually take a couple minutes to think about it, when you're looking in the mirror, what are the thoughts you have? When you're sitting there and you're feeling awkward and like nobody's talking to you, what are you thinking about yourself? 
Um, 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5 um, says, We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. So I know that's like, woo, what are we talking about? Um, And this is talking about everything that sets itself up. So anything that is not true um, and is contrary to the word of God and the way God works, we take captive those thoughts and we speak the truth. So we don't just let those lies that we believe, like I'm ugly or I'm gross or whatever. I'm going to get into actually practically what that looks like. We don't take those and then just dwell on them. No, they're not true. So we make it obedient to Christ. We speak the truth because God has something to say about that for you. So I know sometimes for me hearing that, I'm like, okay, great. So now what do I do with that? Like, what does he actually say? Um, So I've actually listed out, um, Caitlin and I worked together to list out some things that you might be thinking about yourself. Um, But I want to just like set a preface on this that if you don't have these thoughts about yourself, please don't just, like, be like, oh, yeah, I guess I think that. Oh, yeah, I guess I think that. No, if you don't own that, that's good. But some of you guys might. I know I have. And some of them will resonate with you. Some of them will not. And that's okay. We're trying to speak to all of you guys. So don't wear a burden that isn't yours. If you're like, nope, 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 cool. Be reminded in the truth, okay? Got it? So, first one, first lie is no one loves me. And a way that we can make it obedient to Christ is reminding ourselves, I am loved by God. And if you need to repeat that a hundred times a day, do it. Another lie, or maybe this is a truth, is I hate myself. And if you want to replace that and make it obedient to Christ, I love and accept myself. Sometimes you have to tell yourself something until you believe it. I don't know about you. I'm not worth anything. I am worth loving. So worth it, he died on the cross for you. I don't have a reason to live. I love myself, therefore I can live confidently. I'm better than everyone else. This is another way. Sometimes I think this. Let's be real. Um, But the truth is my strengths are unique and amazing. I'm ugly. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm too tired. I'm too busy. I heard a lot of you guys say this. I say it. If you're busy and you're 15, let's, let's talk after. Yeah. You don't need to be busy. Let's be Actually, real. Talk to Mark and Tricia. Don't <laughs> talk to me. The truth. I am made. Oh, sorry. Whoop. My weaknesses don't define me. I don't know about you, but I'm so, so often tired and feeling busy because I'm doing things I'm not good at. But my weaknesses don't define me. Why did God bother with me? I am made in an amazing way. And you can also say, I am loved by God. No one likes me. I am accepted. And a lot of these 
phrases are actually the, the truth parts are built in scripture. So if you're struggling with tr like trying to find what your truth would be or the thing that you're going to um, take thought, like take the thought captain, make it obedient. If you're struggling with how to do that, talk to us. Like that's what us leaders are here for. You might say, oh yeah, I think this about myself. And we'll be like, hmm, here's the scripture or Google it. Like for real, if you look up scripture for I am loved by God, like you'll find a list. So do it. I don't often say Google it, but <laughs> this time you can do that. Um, so this is actually a spiritual practice um, called renewing your mind. And Romans 12 talks about it. So I'm just going to read this um, chunk of scripture because I think it's actually really cool to see um, just how we can do this and how um, we're supposed to do this. So do not conform to the pattern of this world. We, we all know this. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. For by the grace given to me, I say to every one of you, listen to this, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment. So not, the, I'm just, I'm pulling out. Um, this isn't saying don't think so well of yourself. This is saying think about yourself the way I talk about you. So the way Christ sees you, the making it obedient to Christ. This is, think of yourself in sober judgment, the way you are. Um, in accordance to the, uh, with the faith that God has distributed to each of us. So that's talking about how God has actually spoken this truth to you. So in renewing your mind, this, it's hard. I'm going to tell you guys, it's really hard to train your mind. Because if you think you're ugly, you're going to look in the mirror, you're probably going to think that. But the more you say, I am beautiful, I am fearfully and wonderfully made, I am handsome. And I know this doesn't just apply to the girls. The more you say that, you repeat that truth over you, you'll begin to believe it. And so many of the battles that we face as believers are fought in the mind. They're not fought just in like actual arm fist fights, arm fights. Um, but they're fought in the mind, and we have to rehearse this. We have to be renewing our mind. So, yeah, that's, that's one. That's the first practical step. Yeah, and I'm, I'm excited to share a little bit with you about how we can work on having healthy approval in our lives. And you might be like, what does that mean? Well, I'm going to tell you. Um, there's two points I'm going to say a couple times tonight, um, because as we were processing this, um, they kind of, kept coming to me. So the first one is this. Your inner self is incredible because you were made as an image of the creator of the universe. The second one is, it's okay to want to hear from other people and ask for advice, but you don't need other people's approval to love yourself. So I run into this a lot in my work, which is hairstyling, and I'll have someone come in who, like maybe she's, I think she was 16, 17, and she's like, Cut all my hair off, chop it off, make it really blonde. Classic. Happens every day. Um, and then I think afterwards I followed her on Instagram, got to grow the following, you know. Um, got to get to 1,500 followers. And um, she, I saw her story was, um, I ignored the poll results, I chopped it anyway. So basically what happened was she put on Instagram, should I chop my hair, yes or no? And... It sounds like people said no, and she was like, I'm doing it anyway. And I was like, good for you. 
because since when do we put it out into the into the interwebs to, for everyone to tell us how to live our life? Why do we say you 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 all you people out there that follow me probably don't really care about you that much. Tell me should I cut my hair? Yes or no? I have this at work so much. Do you think purple would suit me? Do you think do you think do you think this this haircut? Oh, do you think I can really pull that off or or I could never pull that off? Um, does this work with my face shape? Oh, like people stress over that more than you would know. I get asked that constantly. And really the truth of it is um, if you think you can or can't pull something off, you're right. Because what it comes down to is the confidence. If you think you can or can't pull something off or rock a certain look, you're right. Because it's not about what other people think. It's about do you have the confidence to do it? Um, This comes into another part of life that I, I do this all the time. I text my sister, should I buy this? Should I buy this? I send her a picture of me wearing something. This one or this one? Like, we all do it, um, myself included. Should I buy this? Um, I want her to tell me if it's the right choice. Like, I need someone to back me up. Um, Maybe, you know, you don't feel like you have any confidence in those moments. Maybe you ask yourself in the mirror, am I small enough? Am I big enough? Am I strong enough? Am I too skinny, too fat, too tall, too short? For me, it was too tall because my feet have literally been this size since grade seven, um, and now I'm 29. So you can imagine, right? Yep. And I had the same haircut as Seth. Like, you look cool. I did not. Trust me. And Harry Potter glasses. So, yeah. If you want a visual after, I can, I can show you. Um, but my thing was too tall because... Every guy was shorter than me, and so that was my insecure thing um, that I stressed over. And I would buy my KCA dress shoes to be as flat as possible with no heel so that I would be as, as short as I could be. Um, here's a question. Can you look at yourself first thing in the morning? You roll out of bed. You look in the mirror. Can you say that you love yourself? Girls, are you uncomfortable without hair or makeup done? Guys, are you uncomfortable without a shirt on? Are you obsessed with perfecting your eyebrows? That's a th- eyebrows are a thing now. Are you, I'll say it again. Are you obsessed with perfecting your eyebrows? Gavin didn't know what I meant. Eyebrows. Just look, look it up. Um, or don't. Talk to your brother. Talk to your mom. Anyways. Focus. For girls, it's a lot about the eyebrows. I'm not lying, right? Like, this makes sense, right? Not for all of you. Okay, that's fine. Great. If you don't worry about it, that's awesome. But maybe for um, guys, like I said, are you obsessed with getting stronger or looking a certain way so that you can appear like you've got it all together? Um, If you feel uncomfortable with things about your body, that is normal. But know that God didn't create you the way he did as an accident or as a fluke. So again, do you love yourself as you are? When you see yourself in the mirror, can you say, I love myself? Someone who does this well and who really I am so amazed by that has really true confidence is Broxton. And I'm not saying this to make him feel awesome. I'm saying it because I see 
how he carries himself, he doesn't care what any of you think about him. And maybe you're like, haha, that's because he does crazy stuff once in a while. And I think that's awesome. But he, he lives his life and he's not concerned with a lot of the things that sometimes I'm concerned about. So I just want to do a little shout out to him because I think that that's awesome. Yeah. Here's a beautiful verse. 1 Peter 3, verse 3 to 4. Your beauty should not come from outward adornment such as elaborate hairstyles and the wearing of gold jewelry or fine clothes or fancy running shoes. I'm going to add in there. Yeah. Rather, listen to this part. Rather, it should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. So I'm going to say these two points again. Your inner self is incredible because you were made as an image of the creator of the universe. It's okay to want to hear from people and ask for advice, but you don't need other people's approval to love yourself. So it's about not sweating the small stuff. We, like, we realize the small stuff is important, and it feels very important, but it's not worth stressing over. Another verse to look up later and read is Matthew 6, that whole chapter. Write it down. Read it later. Can't go into it right now. We often feel peaceful when we have those little small things, like, should I buy this? Should I not buy it? When we have those little things in life under control, we feel peaceful. When we lose control of those small things, we sometimes lose our peace. The truth is, those small things are not your source of peace. Jesus is. Um, And I realize, and Megan and I talked about this, some of this comes with maturity. And just simply knowing who you are and who God's made you to be, and getting to know Jesus. Um, So start now. Don't wait till you're Maybe I was, I was 25 before I figured some of this out. Um, and Megan, even you shared that, like, yeah, early 20s before some of this started to really sink in. So start now. Don't wait. Remember, your inner self is incredible because you are made as an image of the creator of the universe. It's okay to want to hear from people and to ask for advice, but you don't need other people's approval to love yourself. You can keep saying it. Finally, Jeremiah 17, verse 7. Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when he comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries. I love that. It has no worries. In a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. Go to this verse also and read the whole thing. Yeah. Back to you. I'm just rereading it again. This is a lovely picture. Um, Yeah, it's actually so cool. Like, yeah, I love that. Um, Okay, the next thing. I know we're we're talking about spiritually, mentally, physically. So this one's physically, but I mean some of what Caitlin was just talking about was also physically because they're interwoven. Um, So we're going to talk about, um, this is like true self-care right here. Um, Treating yourself well and taking care of yourself. So often, especially when I was a teenager, I just existed. I just came, like, lived my life day in, day out, and didn't really ever think about actually caring for my body or taking care of myself. Um, So this is ultimately up to you. Um, And, yeah, like Caitlin said, like, don't wait. This is a big deal for you guys to be learning and training yourselves in now. Um, Maybe that's being, like, exercising and physically healthy, um, maybe it's eating well. Um, 
you guys are young and have amazing bodies <laughs> and enjoy that and take care of them because it gets harder from here. It doesn't get easier. And I know I'm only 25, but I've had two babies, so I'm now experiencing the harder part of things. And I'm only just starting to like consistently work out. And guys, it's hard. I sometimes hate it. I sometimes love it. Always hate it. <laughs> you got to find the right thing. Um, but yeah, this is ultimately up to you. And doing it now is going to pay off huge in the long run. So maybe that's just deciding to go for a walk every once in a while. Um, I seriously believe that as we take care of ourselves, we gain confidence. As we exercise and we eat well, we become more comfortable in our body. Partially because our body's healthier, um, but also just you, well, I'm going to get into it, but there's a lot that happens in your brain and in your body when you exercise and eat healthy. So when you're healthy physically, you become healthy emotionally and mentally. They coexist. Um, do you guys ever notice how good you feel after you've exercised? Or do you just feel like death? Okay, but like kind of good death. For me, I never I, regret like, it. I love how I feel after I work out. Even when my body hurts, I'm like, mmm, I did something good. And yeah, my legs hurt today um, from a class that I did yesterday. And that's so fun. Um, have you guys heard of endorphins before? Yeah, okay. Endorphins. I realized I, we were like brainstorming and we wrote down endorphins and then I was like, hmm. I don't know if people actually know what this means. Um, endorphins are a hormone that are released when you exercise. Um, so benefits of endorphins, they reduce stress, they ward off anxiety and feelings of depression, they boost self-esteem, and they improve sleep. I'll say that again. They reduce stress, they ward off anxiety and feelings of depression, they boost self-esteem, and they improve sleep. So if you're struggling with those things, probably exercising is going to help you. Mm -hmm. Because endorphins are released when you exercise. Go for a run. Jump up and down for 20 minutes. Yes. No, who has a trampoline? For real. Do you, okay. do you use your trampolines? Come on. Okay. It is so fun to just jump on the trampoline. And it's such, so good for you. Use your trampoline. I want a trampoline. Um, exercise isn't just for athletic people. So I know I'm talking to a group of people. Some of you guys are good at sports, and some of you are terrible at sports, and that's okay. That doesn't mean because you're terrible at sports, you don't exercise. It might mean that right now, but it doesn't need to mean that, Tony Stevens. <laughs> I see him waving at me. Just move your body. Go for a walk. Do some stretching. Play a game jump on the trampoline. I wrote it. It goes beyond gym class. A lot of you guys might not even have phys ed anymore. Right? What would you do if you don't have phys ed? You might not exercise. So start practicing now. John and I have just picked up exercising again in the last five months. And we've noticed that as soon as we started exercising, we started eating better um, and feeling better. But the eating healthy comes often very closely because honestly, after I've gone for a run, I don't really want to eat that like heavy food that's going to just sit in my stomach. I want to eat something that's light and feels good. 
Um, yeah, and eating well. Listen to the list of what eating well does. It increases your energy. It reduces mild depression and anxiety, again. And it sharpens your brain. So eating well has more benefits than, like, losing weight. I want to be clear. This does not have, I'm not talking about losing weight. You guys are beautiful. Don't make that your aim. That should not be your focus at this point. But being healthy is going to pay off hugely. And being, being healthy physically is going to actually benefit you spiritually, mentally, emotionally. Like, it goes so far. Um, and I'm going to be real just for a minute if you guys are up for this. Um, we talked about mental health a couple weeks ago. Um, and it's, I, I have anxiety. Um, and to what degree, I'm not sure. But I do struggle with this. And today has been a pretty rough day for me. Um, so I knew that when I woke up this morning. I got up and I like with the kids and just went late on the couch. And I was like, oh, I'm not feeling good. So at 9.15, I went to the gym for a yoga class. Because I knew that that's the only way that I'm going to get out of a funk at this point. Not the only way. But I, in my yoga class, I just pray and meditate on Jesus the entire time. So it's like the best tool for me. So I spent an hour straight of exercise and basically praying because that's all I do during yoga, like unless I'm really focused on a pose. Um, and for me, that's one of the biggest tools that I have for with my anxiety. And Jonathan will agree that like on a day that I'm struggling, getting active going for a walk, being outside, going to a yoga class. Those things are so good for me. And we see here, endorphins are released. And as I eat well, the stress, anxiety, and depression are reduced. Now, I'm not saying this is the solution for that. If you have anxiety and depression, like we, we need support and we need help through that. But we don't need to stay there. There's things we can do right now. Um, so if you don't know where to start with your confidence and how you feel, start here. Start with exercising. Start with going for a walk. It doesn't need to be tons, but being active is an amazing step because once you take care of yourself, your confidence will begin to grow. That was a bit of a tangent. I hope you guys are doing okay. How are we doing? Cool. All right. I have an awesome scripture for you guys. Um, that I want to read from Philippians 4, from 6 to 8. And I feel like this verse was for me today, but it might be for you guys too. I believe it is. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. My sound is on. I'm sorry. Finally, this is where I want you guys to listen. Brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. So this is going back to what we talked about at the beginning of the night, the list of 
if you believe this about yourself, replace it with this thought. Whatever's true, whatever's noble, whatever's pure, whatever's right, whatever's lovely, whatever's admirable, those are the things to think on, to dwell on. And the God of peace will be with you. How cool is that? So think on these things. Meditate on these things. Remember these things. It doesn't need to be all of them. And we're going to put a list up on the screen. I want you guys to read through these. Um, there might be one truth on the screen that stands out to you. I know it's a lot of, like, letters. Um, but take a couple minutes. Ask the Holy Spirit what's for you. It might not be on the screen. He might have something else for you. Something for you to think on, meditate on, remember. If something stands out to you right now, pull out your phone, write it down. Or pretend like cadence. I am loved. I love and accept myself. I speak to myself the way I speak to someone I love. I love myself, therefore I take care of myself. I love myself, therefore I can live confidently. My strengths are unique and amazing. My weaknesses don't define me. I am made in an amazing way. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am worth loving. I'm going to pray. Holy Spirit, speak now to our hearts. Whatever phrase that may be on the screen or maybe just written on the hearts of these students, I just pray that you would highlight that to them, that they would know what you're saying to them about them, that they would have something that they can meditate on, to chew on, to remember, to think about, so that they would not forget the truth that you have spoken over them, that this would be the first step to taking care of themselves and loving themselves the way that you love them. Holy Spirit, speak to us now. Remind us that we're worth loving, that we are loved, that we're amazing. And this is all because of you, and I'm so grateful for that. You are so good. We have one more thing. Um, we're going to go back into worship. And I know for some of you guys, some, one of those phrases did stand out to you. Some of you guys, maybe not. Um, but I really would encourage you to try to find something that's based in scripture that's for you specifically. So this week, we're going to um, put some stuff up on Instagram um, that are reminders, that are truths, affirmations of the truth um, that we have found, that we've pulled, that we've made, um, that speak these things. So um, it's just a tool. Make it, your, make it your background, your, what's it called? Home screen? Lock screen? On your phone. Like, put it in front of you. Write it down. Like, put it on your binder. Because having these things in front of us is so valuable. And reminding ourselves of it until it's true for us is a big deal. And you might not feel it right away, but the more you meditate on it, the more true it will be.